Well, this is Cascades. Are we on new season? Season 3, episode 2. Season 3, episode 2. I didn't know if this was season 3, episode 1. No, season 3, episode 1 was the last one we did. That's crazy. We've got whiskey. Mm-hmm. We're now, gonna talk about it. Today's episode, I won't lie, something has jumped the queue. I had an episode planned, but then there was a new release, and I felt we had to do this because this whiskey coming up is a... It got like a theme park fast pass round. Well, round. it's a paradox of a whiskey. It's a paradox. Well, I just like that there's a cloud on it. Well, I was going to say, I'm wearing an Ardbeg t-shirt. <gasps> we have an Ardbeg glass, <gasps> an Ardbeg book, <gasps> and a bottle of Ardbeg Heavy Vapors. Can you decide what we might be talking about today, Luke? Oogadell. No. Is Oogadell a whiskey? Oogadell is Ardbeg, though. I will give you that. I was amazed you pulled that one out of your hat. I didn't know it was Ardbeg. I thought it was a different, like, no. distiller. Oogadell is from Ardbeg Distillery. Oogadell is one of my favourite PT whiskeys. In fact, possibly my favourite PT whiskey ever. I was just more proud that I got Oogadell. I am very impressed with that. <clears throat> that came out of nowhere. I Do you know why it's called Oogadell? Because it's ooh delicious. No. Oogadell is the lock where the distillery draws water from. It's ooh. <laughs> It is a dark and mysterious peachy lock full of <laughs> monsters. There must have been a cask heads. Probably. Uh, a cask whisperer thing for that. Um, I don't think we talked about Ardbeg through all of season two. I know we did in season one. Wasn't so... Ardbeg like the first one? Didn't we do it No, the very first we one was Ar- Oven. Oh, we went, no, I think we did it after. We went Ardbeg and then... No, the first one was Oven 14. No, the first one was Oven 14. <laughs> it's not a distillery that starts with C. Kalila, Cardew. Anyway, so we're talking about Ardbeg. Craig Ellicky, Craig and Moore. Oh, yeah, Craig Ellicky. Klein Leash. Korovacan. That's another Ardbeg release. Oh. Korovacan is a whirlpool, actually. I only remember it because I think it's a great name for a dog. So, quick reminder. Ardbeg, on the Isle of Isla. It is a very heavily peated whiskey, and it has a heck of a following these days. Um, Ardbeg Distillery had some very rough times where they closed down for a period. Um, In fact, to one point where the buildings were in such disrepair, there was talk of actually knocking them down. That's messed up. However, the Glenmorangie... Well, Moe Hennessy, Louis Vuitton... Louis um, Vuitton? Louis Vuitton uh, own Ardbeg and Glenmorangie. What? Yes, um, in fact, basically the Glenmorangie company bought Ardbeg, the Mary Hennessy Louis Vuitton bought Glenmorangie, so they bought Glenmorangie, they bought Ardbeg, and they also at the time owned Glenmoray, however they sold Glenmoray off shortly afterwards. Um, to an eel? It... No, unfortunately not. <laughs> to a guy called, uh, an eel called Glen. Is that... An eel called Glen. <laughs> uh, this is a story about Glen. He's an eel. We, now we have to talk about Glenmoray at some point, because we'll have to talk about the eel called Glen, Obviously. Obviously. Weirdly, not a Mori. <laughs> Conga, because he likes to dance. Because he likes Ba-dum-tsh. He's a jazzy guy. So, yes, Ardbeg. Now, one of the things that I absolutely love about Ardbeg is, obviously, yes, you have the heavily peated side of it, which is great, don't get me wrong. Um, but most noticeably, Ardbeg stills have what's called purifiers on it. And I know we've talked about this before, because the purifiers, when the vapors raise out the still, they go up the linarm. But if you have purifiers, the heavy vapors, they fall into the purifier and go back into the still, and so they get redistilled. So Ardbeg spirit is actually very light compared to a lot of the Isla whiskies. Now, the reason why this whiskey has jumped the queue is because for this year's special release, Ardbeg have done a whiskey called Heavy Vapors. I think I'm learning stuff. Yeah. You no, because know you this. said linarm and it sounded right. I was like, is that the. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, three seasons, I've learned something. Three seasons in a movie. <laughs> now, basically, one of the purifiers, Arbeg, stopped working. <laughs> 
And so instead of just obviously stopping production, because that would be ridiculous, they continued for, for a little bit to, pu- to create some experimental kind of whiskey where you've got this heavier vapor coming through. Hence the release being called Ardbeg Heavy Vapors. Was it perhaps a sabotage by the Stillman? I wondered if you were going to remember. I believe possibly. Now, okay, let's get this clarified. We're talking about the Stillman in the Cask Whisperer lore that is the Stillman of everything. Not the Stillman at Ardbeg. We're not accusing the actual person who worked for Ardbeg on the stills of, like, sabotage here. I should just get that one clarified earlier. I didn't even know that was a real job role. Yeah, you get Stillman. Do you have to be really stationary no. if anyone sees you? Oh, that's a um, still Yeah, because I mean, when this was going on, this would have been back when Mickey Heads was still in charge. So I'm not saying that Mickey Heads sabotaged the stills. Although, maybe <gasps> he was maybe. very curious about how this would taste. I figured it out. The still man, he kidnaps the, the real job still man. <laughs> and then... Mission Impossible creates a mask of their face. Yes, creates mm-hmm. a mask of their face because he previously did um, special effects in college. That's his whole backstory. <laughs> and then he impersonates him. He's there maybe three, four months, you know, building up that trust game. And they're like, you sound <laughs> a little different. It's just a cold, you know, it's just a cold. And then A three-month-long cold? He pulls a pin out. Oh, because, yeah, purifiers, uh, or, or, as everyone knows, purifiers, this very important piece of equipment for stills, are just held on by a pin. <laughs> the stillman knows that. It's like, you know, a Heinz 57 ball. You got nowhere to hit it. Mm. And then he walks away with not explosions, but vapours behind him. Well, I'd, I'd imagine that he kind of, like, walks off into a, a, a kind of spiritual cloud of vapours that just appear, and he, like, teleports out of the room. Ah. Once again, clarifying, I'm not accusing anyone of actual sabotage here. I think it was just equipment malfunction. (laughs) I'm accusing the fictional character, the Stillman. So, first of all, what do you think about this kind of, like, marketing that they're going for? I like it. I like it. It's giving me very, honestly, and maybe this is just because Shannon and I were talking about Indooji Good, but it's giving me very um, Studio Ghibli. Mm, well, that's interesting you said that because for the last couple of releases, they have gone for a very comic booky kind of approach. Yeah, I also enjoy that there's a dog digging into the clouds. All, all, all the Ardbeg releases have a dog. It's short. Well, uh, really? Yeah. Just a minute. Um, will it be on the top? Hey, look, you got a little shorty. Uh, the peatiest nose on Isla. Shorty is the Ardbeg mascot. I did not know there were buddies. Yeah, if you look at any Ardbeg bottle. <laughs> I guess Well, I certainly the Ardbeg boxes. I don't know if it's on every bottle, actually, now I think about it. But, like, the special releases tend to have shorty on it. Um, so, yes, like I say, Ardbeg, really wonderful, normally... Um, even though it's heavily peated, quite a light spirit. However, this release really focuses on what happens if you turn away from this style. It is undeniably the house style of Ardbeg. Um, and the reason why I think of this whiskey as a paradox is because I absolutely love everything about this whiskey, except for the taste. I, the box, I, honestly, that cloud is in fact a villain, and his eyes do follow you. Well, that could be the Stillman, for all we know, in, in cloud form. <sighs> You know, like how vampires were supposed to be able to turn themselves <clears> to <throat> mist? Maybe the Stillman turns himself into distillery vapors. Maybe. Is the Stillman a vampire? Does he have a reflection? Is he a Dracul? <laughs> um, now to clarify, I'm not saying that I hate this whiskey's taste. I just... It doesn't tick the boxes for me. I'm not saying it's a bad whiskey. It's really funny. Um, I've tried this two times now, and so today will be the third time I've tried it, and I still can't get on with it. I have never, and I do mean never, heard you say... I don't like this whiskey. I'm not saying I don't like the whiskey, because 
if anything, the fact that I don't like the taste adds to something that I love about this whiskey. It is so interesting. And like I say, I'm not... I, everyone likes different flavours. Everyone likes different whiskeys. That's why there's so much variety. So if anyone listens to this and, and thinks like, oh, I'd make a few vapours, it must not be worth a try. It genuinely is. And I love the fact that I don't like it. <laughs> Unless you don't like any whiskey, in which case it's probably not worth a try. Well, maybe if you don't like any whiskey, because this one's so different to what you might have tried, you would like this one. That's really weird. I'm not going to drink it. Mm, maybe. What I love about this whiskey is... First of all, as we said, the packaging. The packaging is great, and honestly, um, that's what draws me in. I'd buy this based on the box. Well, well I mean, done, if you want to give me the money, you know. <laughs> no, I'm poor. Cool. That's a pretty cool bottle. Yeah. So I, I do love how much effort they're actually putting into them at the moment. Like, nothing wrong with the old ones, but they were very much kind of, you standard Arbeg box, and they just changed the logo. The last few, they really have gone more for these kind of... Well, like I say, it's, it looks comic booky. Yeah. I thought Arbeg had the Triskelion. No, you're thinking of Kill Herman. Uh, or maybe The Legend of Zelda could go either way with that one. Doesn't you get Zelda game? I know. Now, the other reason why I really love this is when you're doing a release and you want to focus on the spirit, now whether that's because you want to have more barley flavours in there or, in this case, because you've got a different uh, distillation going on, you don't want to add too much cask influence. And that is why, if you look at that, it is really, really pale. Yeah, I because it looks like, um, you know, when you make yourself squash and you drink all the squash and then you top it up with water. Yes, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, and you just got that little bit left in the glass. Yeah, and it's um, like, mm, that's going to, that's not squash, but it's also not not squash. So it is really, really pale. This is probably one of the palest whiskies I've ever actually shown you. You, Luke, not you, the audience, because you can't see it. Um, although I'm holding up to the microphone, so maybe you'll see it through the earphones. Whoa. I don't know. What's it look like through sound? Um, and this is, like I say, it's so different. And that's another reason why I love it. I, I mean, what colour would you say? I'm going to do a little bit of a, a slightly separate version first. What, what colour would you say that is? Because it's barely anything. Literally, tropical squash... After you've drunk a whole Heavily, glass. heavily diluted tropical squash. And then you filled it up with water. And I'm talking like a pint glass here. Or like... <clears throat> really, really hydrated pee. Um, so again, like I say, you really don't want too much cask... They've still used cask influence in it, as you can tell. It's not all just new make spirit or anything like that. And it's so different. It really is. Uh, it's a lovely kind of oily whiskey, as you can see on the legs. Uh, I mean, we'll get to this properly in a minute, Lou. Well, that's but my I start. I know, no, no, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, no spoilers. But it really has come through more on, on the oils and things. And, and part of this probably is the, he the heavier vapours really showing through. Um, Would you add water to it? I've tried it both neat and with water, and in my opinion, this one, I prefer it with a little bit of water, just a little bit. Okay, okay. I didn't know because it was like diluted. Well, it's taking down to 46. It's not diluted that much. Sorry, it looks diluted. Yeah, I see where you're coming so from there. So why is it? Why, why pale? Question mark? Because they haven't used a lot of casks. In, or the casks that they've used haven't been very overpowering. So you know like when they use first fill sherry casks, that's what makes it so dark. What? Oh my God, Luke, we go through this all the time. Look, hang on. You can show me. I'm going to forget. There's no dog on that box. This is a tomatin that I just happen to have close to hand. That is arguably darker than that because they've used Pedro Jimenez sherry cask. So this was in the methyl bit for a long time? It was in the... The, the still? Um, I don't know how long the distillation time went on refer, reflecting that. I don't think they've mentioned that. Um, so I th as far as I know, they kept the distillation time the same. 
So once you're at the stills, you obviously put it into casks, but instead of putting it into um, instead of putting it into brand new fresh kind of casks that would give you a lot more wood contact and give you a lot more flavours, don't get me wrong, they've deliberately gone for casks that they're probably not at the end of their life, but they 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 were imparting a lot less kind of wood influence over the maturation. And that's the whole point of it, because you don't want to override your initial spirit style in this release. Yeah, that's the whole point of it, is that they don't want to. A lot of the last kind of Arnbeg releases have gone very cask-focused, and that's not a bad thing, because there's been some really fun ones. I mean, they use... Kelpie is still one of my favourites, and they use some special casks there that actually... I think they were from trees around the Black Sea or something like that, and they were very sea salty, kind of like... The, the, the salt had got into the wood, and it was very, very permeating. It, it, it's great kind of briny whiskey. Um, grooves, they heavily charred the casks, and it gave you this completely different kind of um, complexity to the wood. What else was the Ardbeg Black? I think that was wine casks off of the top of my head from New Zealand, I think. And so... To actually get this approach where instead of just changing your spirit style, instead sorry, instead of just changing your existing uh, kind of like house style by giving you a new level through the casks, they've just gone. Let's see what happens if we change the house style completely, and that is why I get. I, I like I say I get so excited about this because you get kind of like. It's a non-Ardbeg. It's a non-Ardbeg Ardbeg. Can I do my part now? You can do your part now. Okay, okay. So I'm holding a glass. I'm gonna do it as. So, guys. I've seen a leg. Oh, there's one. So the leg, they're globule-like, they're quite wide. They are, I would say, a medium speed, but they are thick boys. Oh, they're very thick. Mm, it's a really oily whiskey, this one. Yeah, so they're thick medium boys. Smoky? It is a peated whiskey, so I will have smoky. Ooh, smoky and air-like. Smoky and air-like. So we've gone for two very kind of like gaseous kind of things here. Yeah. Doesn't smell of dog. Doesn't smell of dog. So Shorty didn't get into this mix. Um, now, like you say, really kind of long, big, oily kind of gloopiness. Globule. Oh, sorry, globules, you say, isn't it? Sorry, not gloopiness. That was ridiculous. Maybe be professional. Um, very, very pale colour. Now, on the nose, you still get that very kind of, like you say, heavily peated kind of side. Um, but one of the things that I find with this one is it's not as... Not as citrusy as a lot of the Ardbegs. Uh, one of the things that I find with a lot of Ardbegs is I always get kind of um, like a, 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 a limey kind of side to things, limes. And I just don't get that in this one. But I do get a lot more, um, of all things, aniseed, which I've never really detected in an Ardbeg before. So that, that kind of interests me. But I think that's one of the reasons why I don't like this whiskey, because I don't like aniseed. It really is quite different. Um... Maybe a little pineapple tropical side, but it's no. very faint. I now, think that might just be because you're always thinking of pineapples. Mm. I'm a pinehead. Always be pineapple, am I right? Now, trying it. First of all, it really coats your mouth. As you come to expect with a 46% whiskey. Um, I mean, it really is big bodied. It's more, to be honest, it's more Lafroigy than Ardbeg for the for, for like the mouthfeel and the spirit kind of strength. And it's not as iodine as Lafroigy, but it has a lot more of that kind of body behind it. I don't think you should taste of iodine. Isn't that what they do to clean like okay. wounds for surgery? We've been through this so many times. On Isla and some of the other islands, peat is exposed to seaweed. Because peat is just decomposing vegetation. I don't think I've learned this before. Seaweed has iodine in it. The peat draws iodine out of the seaweed and becomes part of the composition. Seaweed so when... has iodine in it? Yes, seaweed has iodine in it. 
I think you covered this when it wasn't a me episode. No, we, we've covered this. Just wait till you're a guest star and do you good. And then when you um, you burn the peat in for the smoke, you were infusing that kind of iodine smoke into the barley, which is then retained for, through the distillation and the maturation. Okay. We have covered this before. I zoned out halfway through. And yeah, so it's not as iodine as Laphroaig, but it still has that side to it. It's um, it's a lot more bitter than some of the others I've had. There's a little bit of sweetness there, but the other thing is because um, it's very light whiskey. I'm loath to put a lot of water in this one. A gentle pint only. Yeah. There's something. I just like I say, it's it's a whiskey. It's just. Not a whiskey for me, and that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to showcase it on this episode, because I'm aware that I like most whiskies, and more often than not, I end up picking ones that I really enjoy, and so I think it's great to try something that I genuinely, from a whiskey nerdy point of view, I love this whiskey. From kind of like a, a tasting and experience perspective, it's not for me. That's okay. And I think that's okay, and that's great. I found I found my balance. It's, it's okay to not like things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Three seasons later, we found one that Jordan doesn't like. Which not, yeah. Maybe this will be a season of whiskeys you don't like. Five facts. Mmm. Um, I think we can go for five facts now. Whoa. Five facts. The... Hang on, let me just hide this. <laughs> the distillery broke. No. The still arm broke. Well, the purifier on the on the lint arm. Because of the singular pin. Ardbeg. <laughs> that's not a fact. That's something that you added in. Ardbeg almost um, shut down all their warehouses. Nah, the distillery shut down. Yeah. There was no almost about it. The distillery was closed. Yeah, but they almost rebuilt the warehouses. No, they almost knocked them down. Yeah, and then they would have had to rebuild them because they'd been knocked down. So, so I was thinking eight steps ahead. I'm a chess player like that. Three. Um, um, three. You're like, oh, uh, I, I almost saved your life. Because if you'd have died, I could have maybe done that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have. Because of these. Because of these hands. Three. Um, three. Uh, it's not, it's not been in a, a box, a, wi- a wooden cat, a cask for long. It's not been in a cask for long. It's not, it's not been in a cask for long. The casks that they It didn't have a lot of cask influence. ...have not been too heavy on it. Yep. So, I'm not saying it's young spirit. They've just not given it too I'm much I'm going to take that as a difference. three. Four. Um, four. Uh, there's a dog. It's called Shorty. Of course it's you remember that. every odd bag bottle. No, it's in box. every odd box. I don't think it's on every bottle. I'm now going to have to check that when we're finished. I want all my odd bag bottles. And there's such a buddy. He has the best nose. Peteous nose. Five. Um, kelp is ironite. No, cyanide? seaweed. Seaweed. Kelpie is a whiskey they did. Kelpie is a whiskey they did, like, five years ago. Did we class it? I think that's one of my facts. <laughs> Five. Um, five. This is... Came out recently. Came out recently. Came out this week. Yeah. Five. That's five facts. Okay, I've got stuff to do, so we'll let that slide. Yes. <laughs> um, Getting out on a technicality. 
Well, this has been Caskheads. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever... Whatever podcasting platform, platform you, you get. It's me. It's not you. Yeah, but you just sucked at the outro. Uh, well, you kind of got the intro, so that's how this works. Um... I'd also like to thank Adrian and Allison of the Weed Ram Whiskey Shop in Bakewell. They are great, knowledgeable people with a great range of whiskies. And they also have a website, which is www.weedram.co.uk. You can also check out our website, which is caffeineaddledminds.co.uk. All one word, because that's how websites work. <laughs> you can add stashes. Stashes. Da- mustaches? No, you can add stashes to websites. Mustaches with dashes. <laughs> Got a dash to that mustache. We also have an Instagram. Okay, I was going to get to that. We also have an Instagram, which is Caffeine Adult Minds. And again, you. Hmm? And a YouTube. Oh, and we have a YouTube channel, which is Caffeine Adult Minds. And also, if you like to see us fail at playing video games, check out Caffeine Adult Games. Well, that's crazy. YouTube. I think that's all of them. I think that's everything. Oh, um, yeah. And as always, we'll leave you with this one editing goof. Goodbye. Bye. I don't like aniseed. Is that sherbet? <laughs> I don't like aniseed. Is that sherbet? Yeah. You want to just think through that sentence a little bit? Aniseed is aniseed, funnily enough. Is aniseed those round sweets that taste aniseed? Do you know how many round sweets there are in life, Luke? Well, there's two that I'm stuck on. There's like a round hard sweet that tastes like aniseed. I don't know if that. Aniseed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's that, aniseed balls. That, that might be what you're thinking of. A round ones. sweet that tastes like aniseed. Maybe the round, maybe the round ball that is the aniseed ball. But then, do you remember those, those like those circular flat ones, and they were like black around the edges but white in the middle. They, no. They're not an Oreo. They were like that big, and I can't. And they. You know about licorice? Oh, those. Oh, that's licorice then. Like a, a kind of more of a, um, a softer, chewy kind of... Yeah, yeah licorice does really Oh, well. not aniseed.